Hey, y'all. You're listening to Spiritual Freedom Podcast, and I'm your host, Susie. I'm glad you made it. So this is a safe space where we get to talk about anything and everything spiritual and metaphysical, but we're going to talk about it without the judgment, without the fear or religious guilt, and without losing any credibility. So let's open our hearts and our minds, and let's talk about the weird without being weird about it. Today's episode is about ghosts, kids, and protection. Although it's not a step-by-step about protection, I'll be making that one soon. I do have a serious critique against the ghost show culture that I see currently going on and the ethical mark I feel like we are missing. And I hope that this discussion just makes you think about your own personal protection in terms of your personal space and your home and then how we can instruct our kids to feel empowered and protected. Anyway, I hope this discussion helps you guys. Thanks for listening. So today, (laughs) I'm laughing because I have tried to record this um, and intentionally take away ego so that I don't sound as authoritative or pissed off. But there's a little bit of um, plain speaking in this topic for me that I just got to do. And I don't know why I'm feeling led to do this particular topic, but I really am. Um, so it just is what it is. It kind of started because of um, something that happened to my kids. Um, I had a, they had a friend that had a divination um, Oracle deck and brought it out. And it was just kind of funny because I, from a previous episode, you guys may have seen how I talked about to my kids about spirituality. And I'm extremely explicit about protection, especially when they do get near anybody with divination cards, um, pendulum, anything. Like they know I'm dead serious about how they can open themselves to bad energy and they need to ground it to the earth, surround them with the protection and set an intention about what energy they are trying to get um, information from. And not to touch a Ouija board ever in their lives. (laughs) That's a totally different topic. I'm not really going to go behind that, but those are my rules. Um, my rules in my house with my kids, I'm pretty flowy, um, to be honest. I like having a real open household and um, there's not a whole lot of rules. So in terms of like for them to be be like, okay, no, mom's serious about this. This is like a <laughs> bottom line rule. So they know to respect it. And I, at least that's what I've seen so far, you know, knock on wood, but. Um, and so it's funny cause they'll be like, Hey, yeah, so-and-so brought out this guy, this, this Oracle deck, this Oracle deck. And, uh, and they'll be like, they, they'll, they'll see my face, right? They're already anticipating the what? <laughs> cause I'm like, who brought this out? I didn't even know that they were into that. What? This is a surprise, you know, kind of emotional reaction a little bit. And they'll just look at me immediately and be like, mom, I promise you. I grounded into the earth. I surrounded myself with protection and I set the intention immediately for us in this, when they did pull, when they pulled a card for me, don't worry, mom, I did that. You know, so I feel like I got them pretty well trained on calling in their spiritual authority, which they see as inside themselves, which is huge that their soul layer is that beautiful source energy and that they have that inside, and that's who they are, okay? So we build upon that all the time with my family. And um, 
this isn't just like a pat on the back thing. This is just, I'm just trying to be real about like how we're managing this as a family. So that if this helps you guys, great. And you know, I'm not doing, I'm not nailing all this. Okay. Like my kid and I, we still have energy issues occasionally. Like we just, you know, get, have days where it's hard to get along too. And we're like, okay, I'm, I need a little space. You need a little space. Let me just, you know, they're going through some things that, that, you know, we trigger each other right now. It's just kind of that phase of life too. You know, they're, they're becoming their own person. It's been interesting. Um, and love them. But so that started. And then what another thing that happens, they had a, a sleepover and one of the kids was a little sensitive to um, sounds that felt in their eyes like paranormal. And it was here in our home. And um, I'm really weird in terms of um, consistency, <laughs> daily almost, uh, and that I'm very thorough about protection in my home. I have some really strong intentions that are surrounding my home, um, that I bless it and pray about it all the time. And, you know, I have crystals that I need to, you know, I want to dig more of a grid around my entire property. I have them in my home, but I don't have them on my actual land. And I was like, I want to expand that. I want to strengthen this a little more. So I have, without going into huge detail, a lot of um, protection practices for my home. And there's an understanding here that my guides and my angels protect this home and it's actually with my energy as well because I'm part of this right I create this intention um that this is such a a sacred place that there's no energy that comes in here and unless it's like gone through the gates of my angels and my my higher guides I call my higher guides um energies that are basically partnering with me through my various phase that I happen to be in in life to help me keep me on my highest and best path, right? Or soul plan or whatever, or life. And so that I know that that safeguarding is there. The only way something would be inside this house is if, um, you know, if I've kept up my practices and I'm praying about this and I'm doing that, I'm not like, like doing it once every six months or anything, but you know, more regular, um, that it that that entity probably will have a message for me if they come through. If they're allowed through, it has a message for me for my highest and good, for something in my soul's path. Something, something is it's okay for it to be there only in that stance, right, or in that circumstance. And so, when this friend had the um, uh, paranormal, what they felt were like paranormal sounds, um, it became a discussion point about well. Hey, let me tell you, this isn't like just general paranormal ghost shit that's happening in my house. That that doesn't happen. They're not a welcome here. If they don't have a message for me, spirits can just GTFO. There's no licky-loos. There's none of that. Nope. So um, basically then got to talk to them saying, hey, that's my expectation of protection here. So let's talk about what this this sound was. And it was something else that we've we, we kind of talked about. And... Um, it kind of related to perhaps something in their home that they need to kind of call in their own authority to, to clear and to, so they can have their sacred and quiet space. Um, so it kind of brought me up to the topic of kids and ghosts. It is not cool in my opinion. And I say that there's probably a nicer way of saying it. 
I, it is not cool for kids to have ghosts as roomies. If you're an adult and you're entertaining having ghosts and you think they're kind of cool, they're hanging out in your house and, oh, it's just the one that's in my kitchen. Ha ha ha. Listen, I, and I don't mean to make fun of you. I just, you're not doing yourself any service. Ghosts to me have an energetic uh, reason to be around us. Um, without the human interaction, they're just kind of baseline, you know, dull. <laughs> when we're around, we give energy off, right? And especially when we have excess energy, either in either extreme of emotion, either extreme happiness and joy or extreme anger and fear, they're going to feed off that. And it gives them this like Phoenix rising feel like they feel their vitality again, which is like a fake existence to them. You know, they're like, oh, I'm alive again, but not really. <laughs> but it spikes them up and they want that. So when they're living with you, when you're giving them permission to live with you in their house, in your house in your house. <laughs> okay, this isn't I don't give a shit if they built the fucking thing. This is your house now. <laughs> if it's your space and you're allowing them to be there and you're giving them permission to be there. And they're not there for your highest and best and to deliver a message and to keep you on your your path and go, you know, and and all that. Then they're there to the fuck up your energy to to suck off your energy. And that's not a great idea. And it's really a disservice to your kids if you live with kids. Because they don't understand you're allowing this shitty circumstance to happen and it's not fair. And the kids typically aren't in a spot where they know that they are empowered to clear their space, their physical space, their spiritual, their energetic space. And, um, you know, that's so distracting to the kids, especially if they're sensitive. You know, they can't sleep. It's going to affect their school. It's going to affect. It gets them off of looking at their their own issues because they got to worry about 3d like i got to hear shit at night and i understand that interaction with ghosts can kind of be novel can kind of be interesting it can be almost like proof and i understand that like we all want to have proof we all want to see spirit we want to feel it on a 3d thing and ghosts sometimes can give us that cheap um satiation of that need right it's not the need that's that's not the gold you're looking at fool's gold um, the real gold is when we can meditate, we have created such a sacred space in our home that we can meditate and we can get messages about our, our plan, our, our desire, our soul spark, and then we follow it. This ghost stuff is going to like trip you up and, and <laughs> distract you. Now, I'm not saying that pursuing ghosts or doing ghost work is not worthy. I, 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 totally think there's some great stuff that that is a an element of energies um that are separated from the source and my heart goes out to that right my heart does go out to that that if you are trying to reconnect those spirits those entities with source again oh my god kudos to you i used to kind of think of them and kind of be like I don't want ghosts, uh, you know, and kind of be shitty toward ghosts. And then I realized these were all like, these are all souls. And I don't understand why they got separated, why we're allowed to have free will to not merge with source. That's, that's weird for me. And in the circumstances of not doing it, that seems, you know, that seems so sad to me. I haven't figured that part out, but um, yeah, so I don't, I don't mean to, you know, poo-poo all of the ghost community out there. Okay, paranormal activity. I am going to poo-poo you if you're like, okay, it's cool that you live with me 
and you can come around here and be around my kids and you're not teaching your kids about how they can create their calm environment around themselves and their protected environment. And yeah, it's a little bit um, of a PSA <laughs> kind of vibe, but I'm that's the line I draw with ghosts. Um, and I think also the shows that don't um, help empower the people who are living in those situations and working in the situations, you know, they come, they investigate, they go piss off the entities, they cheer the, the spirit, you know, and then, and then they leave <laughs> and they're like, yeah, good luck with that. So I, some of the shows, again, there might be some great ones out there that are actually trying to create the source light again for the, for that entity. There's trainings out there for people who feel like this is their calling. And I wish we could push producers to actually air that part. That it should not be trade secret, or at least part of that to um, try to show the full circle of the service to the spirits that we are engaging with. And quite honestly, we're disturbing for our entertainment value. So unless we are bringing them a service at the end, that's wrong. I think that's karmic. And I don't think that's something I would want to touch with a 10 foot pole. Um, so I just kind of bring that out to kind of like any sort of ghost program or ghost involvement that you're wanting to get into. I'd really look at the ethical obligation of that. And are you helping? Are you just wanting to find out for the ego satiation? Or are you helping? And I hope you're helping. And I hope you're helping educate the people that you're, you know, who you're having to talk to in terms of who lives with that so that they know how to clear their space, especially the kids. Okay, sorry for that interruption. Dog life here. <laughs> Had a little interruption with my doggies. Um, that's pretty much what I wanted to say. Um, I do want to make one quick more, one quick distinction about ghosts and loved ones. It's totally... Uh, two different things. For me, a loved one is already with source and they can come back and visit me to send me love, to give me healing. You know, that's part of that gatekeeping. My guides know that that, that that loved one, that ancestor is here for a reason for my highest and best. So that is not what I'm trying to like still, you know, have Fort Knox against. That interaction, totally different. You know, our loved ones come here and they just bless us all the time. A lot more than we think, okay? <clears throat> I'm talking about... Um, entities that are not connected to us and our guides or our life path that are just here and they're separated from source. That connection is set, is, is sev has been severed for whatever reason. And I say severed, I don't think it's quite a severance. I think it's a separation um, and a confusion that, you know, um, I can't quite feel, I don't quite want to say severed. But because I do feel like it can be rehabilitated. And that's that's my biggest point. Let's let's encourage ghost programs that emphasize this rehabilitation or reunion with source um, that show others how to themselves clear space. And it's not just by the use of sage. It's not just by the use of some medium that comes and talks to them and tells them to go away. It's like, no, everybody has the inherent power to do this inside of themselves. And for us to make it seem like, no, you have to have this exorcism um, person do this proceed. No, <laughs> you don't. There's there's a lot of power that we have within us. And I just hope that programs get more geared toward that um, message because uh, it just doesn't 
it doesn't empower our kids or these people that have to live in these ghost situations or this paranormal um, work conditions. Like that's not cool. And it's not how it should be. And I would think really seriously, if you're going to be doing some ghost work or um, ghost energy work investigation, that you really look at the full circle of the ethical responsibility we have to try to at least attempt to reconnect them with source, have that be part of your work, get training. And um, yeah, that's it, man. I hope you guys are doing well. I hope that some of these comments help and definitely, um, you know, as parents, for all the parents out there, I think we can be surprised at how often um, divination or these tools can probably come in our kids' lives without us realizing it. And not to promote fear, but just to kind of give them a good knowledge of what their power is in those circumstances to ground to the earth, to set their um, protection around them and to call in their spirit, um, you know, heavy, heavy hit lifters to, to help them feel like they have that authority to clear space, to protect themselves, and then set an intention on who they are speaking with. If they decide to do divination, we we really should be talking to kids about how they should, could protect themselves energetically. And um, yeah, man, I hope this stuff, this discussion got you thinking, and I hope it helps. Thanks, guys. Take care. Bye.